This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Rural Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Psalm 119, beginning in verse 73. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let, I pray, your faith, your merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to your word, to your servant. Let your tender mercies come to me, that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they treat, treated me wrongly with falsehood, but I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, those who know your testimonies. Let my heart be blameless regarding your statutes, I may not be ashamed. As we find here in Psalm 119 and verse 73 and following, we find here some uh, considerations for others and some reminders of what we should be doing today as well. You notice here how he begins in verse 73. He says, Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your your commandments. We find here the idea that he makes that makes it very clear that who he is talking about. He's talking about the Creator. He's talking to God, the Creator. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. And then we find the request, give me understanding. This is not the same request like Solomon made, but this is just a general request of really wanting to have understanding as he learns his commandments. He says there in verse 73 that I may learn your commandments. There's one thing to read the Bible. It's quite another to study it so that we may learn from it. And I always try to encourage those when we talk about Bible, Bible daily Bible reading that we turn it into more than just that. And it's sad sometimes when you say those types of things, you have those who kind of roll their eyes or sigh as if they have don't have enough time for that. Friends, surely we can make time for Bible study. The Word of God is so very important. He tells us here in verse 74 of Psalm 119, Those who fear you will be glad when they see, when they see me, because I have hoped in your Word. We find here in verse 74 this idea that when you're a follower of God and wanting to do that which is right, those who put their trust in God, that others are actually, he says in verse 74, will be happy to see me. He says, those who fear you, that is, other followers, will be glad when they see me. That like-mindedness brings together that closeness, that bond there in verse 74. In verse 75, he says, I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. It's interesting thing about how he mentions how he says that in his faithfulness you have afflicted me, that in your rightness, in your in your wisdom, you might say, that he has afflicted him. The idea there being that when we face difficult times, and yes, we go through trials because sometimes of our own choices and sometimes because of the choices of others, that we have to realize that God is still with us. He says that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. We could also look at this, that even though God is faithful, he allows these things to happen. Why? Because we have to grow. We have to learn. Imagine having a child and saying, we're never going to let anything bad happen to you. And we're trying to do our very best to make sure nothing bad ever happens to them. Friends, what would happen when they leave your home as they get older and bad things start to happen to them? They may think that something is terribly wrong, failing to realize that bad things can happen at any time. We have to prepare ourselves, not just for those bad things, but also for how we're going to respond to them. As I like to say sometimes, and I don't know if it's original with me or not, but it's not so much about when you get knocked down, but it's about how you get back up. Looking at verse 76, 
He says, Let, I pray, your merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to your word, to your servant. Let your merciful kindness be for my comfort. That is, he wants to find comfort from God, and he wants that to be done according to his word for his servant, which is him he's talking about. It is according to God's word that we find comfort, that we find encouragement. And it is from his word we find these things. He says in verse 77, Let your tender mercies come to me, that I may live, for your law is my delight. As you're thinking about this idea in verse 77, it says, Let your tender mercies come to me. The idea there being he wants God to be merciful to him. I know that we all want God to be merciful to us, and he is merciful to us. We find this really throughout all of the Bible, from Genesis to the very end of the Revelation. We find uh, God's tender mercies being uh, shown to those who love him. Now, we think about mercy so many times. We realize that God is merciful, that he does allow, for example, he allows men time to repent. He allows men the chance to to ask for forgiveness of their sins. He sends his son to the cross on our behalf. Those are just a sampling of the mercies of God. We also find that God is merciful and that he forgives us when we go to him in prayer to ask for our forgiveness of our sins. First John 1 and verse 9. He tells us, your tender mercies come to me. He says, I may live. Implying without God's tender, tender mercies, we would have no hope. And he tells us why, really, why those tender mercies come to him. He says, for your, for your law is my delight. And it seems, as you look at verse 77, the reason God has, the reason the tender mercies of God come to him is because he is one who follows God's law. We want to be the same. We want to do exactly that. We want to to follow the law of God. And when we fail to do so, we repent of those things, and we will find the tender mercies of God do, in fact, come to us. As we look at verse 78, he says, he says, Let the proud be ashamed, for they treated me wrongfully with falsehood, but I will meditate on your precepts. He says, Let the proud be ashamed. Why do the proud need to be ashamed? He says, Because they have treated him wrongfully with falsehood. They have said things that were false about him. He says, But I, here he makes the difference, but I... Unlike them, he says, I will meditate on your precepts, but I will meditate on your precepts. Let's be different than those that are proud. Verse 79, let those who fear you turn to me, those who know your testimonies. Let those who fear you, those who are followers of you, turn to me. I mean, let them come to me. Let them be my acquaintance, right? Let them come to my aid. He says, those who know your testimonies. He's very specific about who he wants to be surrounded by. In verse 80, let my heart be blameless regarding your statutes. That may not be ashamed. You notice there in verse 8, he says blameless. The idea is that it's not, it's not that he's perfect. In fact, the same idea of blameless is used to describe Job in Job 1 and Job 2. It talks about uh, Job being perfect. It's, again, it's not the idea of being sinfully uh, perfect, uh, or sin, sinlessly perfect, rather, but the idea of being blameless, meaning there's nothing you can hold against him. Because when Job makes mistakes, when Job sins, as we find in the Bible, sometimes it takes him a while, but we do find that he does repent of those things, right? When Job came to his senses, there at latter end, when the Lord speaks to him, and Job quickly comes to his senses there, uh, we find him, what happens. He repents of those things, right? We find here in verse 80 the same idea. Let your heart be blameless regarding your statutes. There's nothing you hold against me, he says there. He says that I may not be ashamed. There's a reason why he wants to be blameless that you may not be ashamed. Not, I don't think not just the idea of not being ashamed for others, but not being ashamed before God. 
Thank you for joining me today here on Quiet Moments. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and this lesson from Psalm 119. And I hope you'll join me again next time as we continue working our way through Psalm 119. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Way Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.